Welcome to another edition of the Behind the Stories podcast by the Roundup CT and Yukon Journalism. I'm your host, Will Harris. Each episode of this show, we take some topic in the news and dive deeper. Our team interviews journalists across the state to learn about all the work that goes into reporting. We talk about ethics, mechanics, and all the other parts of the job that don't always show up in the finished project. This episode, we're talking about guns. Gun violence came to our sleepy little state on December 14th, 2012, when a gunman fatally shot 20 children and 6 adults at Sandy Hook Elementary School. Mass shootings had happened in our state before, but Sandy Hook was different. The gun control debate ramped up intensively across the country. All eyes were focused on Newtown for the worst reason. The massacre dominated news coverage for months, and echoes of Sandy Hook still appear in news coverage to this day. Since Sandy Hook, plenty more mass shootings have occurred, like Orlando, Las Vegas, and most recently the events at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High. Whenever shootings like this occur, journalists across the country, from outlets large and small, report on the impacts. As we watch the coverage of the Parkland shooting this semester, one question kept popping up in our discussion. How is gun control covered in Connecticut? Does our unfortunate history color the coverage? Did journalists learn anything from covering Sandy Hook? Does the topic come up more often here? To answer this question, members of the Roundup team spoke with journalists across Connecticut, many of whom were on the job that day in 2012. Stick with us. It's a conversation you're not going to want to miss. First up, the Roundup's Grace Gagnon spoke with Fox 61 anchor Jen Bernstein about her experience covering gun violence. Bernstein was working for CBS in Philadelphia at the time of Sandy Hook and covered the shooting for the station. Bernstein said that one piece of advice she learned from Sandy Hook is the importance of accurate reporting. A big part of being responsible when we're talking about gun violence is try to get, of course, as many facts as possible when these events are going on. For example, the number of people dead. Um, that can spike, can go back down, can go back up. I mean, we've seen it over and over and over again. And so we try to limit reporting on that until it's really, really solid. In the case of Sandy Hook, crucial information was mixed up in the wake of the event. In one case, even the identity of the shooter was reported incorrectly. And I remember specifically the wrong identity. The guy, uh, Adam Lanz's brother, was identified first. And uh, a few of the networks went with the person's name, his brother's name, and that wasn't the actual person. The rush to be the first to report on new information during a mass shooting can draw reporters into making mistakes. For Bernstein, accurate reporting and integrity are more important than getting the scoop. I always lead and try to lead with my own integrity first. For me, I'll get the information as soon as I can out, but for me, if I don't feel 100% comfortable with it, I don't go with it. I don't care who's pressuring me. I don't care who above me because at the end of the day, you as a reporter, you as an anchor giving information out on that desk, you are accountable. No one else is around you. It's your name giving information to viewers who trust you. Part of that integrity, Bernstein says, is in respecting the privacy of those affected by mass shootings. You will do more justice to telling what happened and helping those families heal while at the same time making sure you're reporting the facts by backing off a little bit. Other news directors might tell you differently, but I can tell you from my experience that when the dust settles and you haven't hounded, hounded, hounded people in their moments of hurt, people will want to maybe talk to you more. In these situations, it can be obviously very difficult. No one enjoys going up and talking to someone on the worst day of their life. 
lead with sensitivity, lead with curiosity. People will talk to you if they genuinely, if they feel like you're a, a person that they can open up to and talk with you about what they're going through, if they trust you, if they think you're genuine. For Bernstein, Sandy Hook has infused her coverage with more sensitivity. Understanding the impact gun violence has had on her viewers is a responsibility she takes on in her work. I think there's a sensitivity that I know I feel responsible for while we're reporting something like this. Because our viewers are people in Newtown and people who have you know, gone through this in our state. I think it struck home here hard for a lot of people, most people in Connecticut, and I think it's heartbreaking to keep hearing um, about violence in schools, no matter what the solution is. No, and this is not a political statement. It, it's just, it's hard to keep hearing about violence um, on large scales like that. And they've only increased since Newtown, unfortunately. For journalist Matthew Kaufman, writing about mass shootings always comes with the context of Sandy Hook behind it. Kaufman has been a reporter at the Hartford Current since 1986 and covered Sandy Hook with The Current and PBS's Frontline. Kaufman spoke with the Roundup's Adam Hushin about mass shootings. And the fact is there really are only a handful that are kind of, you know, household names, uh, you know, and yeah. it sort of starts with Columbine and then, mm -hmm. you know, Virginia Tech and yeah. uh, Pulse Nightclub and, and Sandy Hook is, is one of those. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, reporters here uh, in Connecticut, uh, you know, that, that, that is always uh, sort of, top of mind in the coverage. Um, and I think uh, there's sort of an assumption if we are going to write, uh, you know, about a mass shooting happening, happening somewhere else, it's going to be through the lens of knowing that one of, you know, the big ones um, kind of happened in our backyard. Kaufman says the Connecticut journalists who covered Sandy Hook have a keener understanding of the personal trauma that comes to those affected by mass shootings. Yeah, I... I, I suspect that uh, reporters, at least reporters that were around five and a half years ago, um, uh, are sort of aware in a way that other reporters might not be of, of just sort of how devastating a mass shooting is at sort of a very yeah. um, uh, personal level, those who, who covered that story mm -hmm. and, and at least recognize um, that it is you know, more than a political debate. It has a very, very personal element to it, and it's important to sort of have that mm -hmm. um, reflected in, uh, in the coverage. After Sandy Hook, many people expected to see serious gun reform. The horror of the event made it seemingly impossible that nothing would change. Other shootings haven't pushed the needle, but, you know, when 21st graders uh, are murdered, um, that yeah. sadly, um, or, you know, is going to be the catalyst, and now mm -hmm. we are going to see change. Um, and we didn't. One takeaway that Kaufman had from his coverage of Sandy Hook is that reporters need to be more knowledgeable about guns. When Kaufman covered the aftermath of the shooting for Frontline, he threw himself into learning about firearms. On the whole, I will tell you, I think um, journalists, should be way more knowledgeable than they are um, about firearms, uh, like learning, you know, uh, the difference between a cartridge and a magazine and, mm -hmm. and, um, um, and in particular, automatic and semi-automatic. Um, and, you know, the debate over 
what constitutes uh, an assault rifle. Mm-hmm. You know, anytime journalists cover anything, um, they should try to learn as much about it as they can. And I think there's been something of kind of a divide on guns and, and something of uh, a reluctance to sort of, you know, dive in and understand the terminology or spend time with, with you know, people who shoot and the like. Jacqueline Smith, the editorial page editor for the Danbury News Times, also found that reporters had a lot to learn about firearms after Sandy Hook. Smith spoke with the Roundup's Laura Gelb. For one thing, we had to find out more about guns, learning the difference between an AR-15 Bushmaster or, you know, a Glock handgun, things we'd never thought about before or perhaps we thought we didn't need to think about before. And, and, And the nuances of it, you know, not just gun ownership, but gun safety and registration and regulation. Before Sandy Hook, gun violence wasn't something Smith's paper was closely following, but an unfortunate connection to the tragedy made it difficult to ignore. One of the victims of Sandy Hook, a first grade teacher, was the daughter of a staff member at the News Times. The tragedy changed the way Smith's paper covered gun violence. It changed every facet of the way we cover guns. And I mean, we used to think of it in simplistic terms, gun violence. For Smith, covering gun violence is important. And so is coming forward with a solution. This is such an important issue, probably one of the most important issues of our day, that as a, a newspaper, daily newspaper, we cannot let up on it. It is part of our mission for the, the editorial page, the opinion side of the paper. Um, and I do believe a focus should be on solutions, because if we keep the dichotomy of either you know, for guns or against guns, we're not going to have any progress. We're not going to get anywhere. So we need to find a, a common ground, which has been difficult when it's been such an emotional topic. The Roundup's Mike Milius spoke with Susan Campbell about the way Connecticut's journalists have evolved on covering gun violence. Campbell currently teaches journalism at the University of New Haven and has long been a journalist in Connecticut, with stories appearing in The Current, Sea Hit, and many other publications. What I see from my brothers and sisters in the newsroom now is... There's still the coverage, the daily breaking news, which has to happen. But I do see reporters looking a little more deeply and trying to give more context, which I think when I was in the business full time, I was guilty of not always doing that. If it's a mass shooting, particularly if it's anywhere near here, I see more discussion about policies or laws or bills that are being discussed that have to do with gun violence. I think the coverage is better. While a solution to gun violence doesn't always feel clear, one thing that is extremely clear is our tragic past has had an effect on the way we cover firearms in Connecticut. In the wake of Sandy Hook, journalists are changing the way they cover gun violence. They're learning about firearms, approaching their writing with sensitivity towards the pain these events have caused in their readers, and in some cases they're even coming forward with solutions. Gun violence doesn't seem like it's going anywhere anytime soon but Connecticut's journalists are ready to cover the issue with intelligence, empathy, and unfortunately, experience. Hopefully someday we can be free of mass shootings and gun violence, but until then, Connecticut's newsrooms are ready. Special thanks to Jen Bernstein, Matthew Kaufman, Jacqueline Smith, and Susan Campbell. Music used in this podcast is by Handbook and Candle Gravity. The Roundup team is led by Professor Marie Shanahan. Subscribe to our newsletter at bit.ly forward slash theroundupct and follow us on Twitter at theroundupct. I'm Will Harris. Thanks for listening.